Hello and welcome to Drive to Describe, a Formula One podcast. I'm your host, James, and with me as always, he's just watched his demons win, so he's a happy boy, it's Sagi. Yes, that's AFL speak for all our F1 fans out there. We won't go into that. They won, unconvincingly, but they won. And that's a very nice t-shirt you're wearing there, Mr. Mr. Sagi, as well. Yes, well, joining me, he's all mm. the way down in Melbourne wearing his yellow Mercedes shirt, a very odd colour of a Mercedes shirt. I'm wearing my orange Daniel Ricciardo shirt. He's coming live from Melbourne. It's James Mallard. Hello and uh, welcome to the show. We uh, we have a little bit of a different show for you tonight because obviously it's almost been like a mini mid-season break two weeks in. We've so got it's... nothing to fucking talk about. <laughs> what is this break? This sucks. Let's just put that out there. It sucks. Yes, yes, they should have replaced China. There's no two ways, and we we should have had um, we should have had something just uh, fucking anything. Yeah, yeah, even just put Formula Two on somewhere or something oh. in the field or something just to get some kind of racing. Horrific. But, well, um, thankfully the NBA playoffs are on. I've been enjoying that, but at the same time, it's felt like F1 stopped. That's what mm. it's felt like. Stopped. So oh, well, let's there. let's talk a little about ourselves for a moment, if we can self indulge. Yes. We are both going to be in America during yes. the Miami <laughs> Grand Prix. But, but neither of us are going to the race. <laughs> <laughs> so you will be, I believe, in Portland or Seattle. Where will you be during um, race I weekend? will be, I think I'll actually be in Chicago. Oh, you'll be in Chicago by then. Okay. Oh, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I will uh, be in yeah. New York. Yes. Oh, so both be in the, uh, in the we'll northeast. On the, we'll be on the east mm. coast. Uh, I have got tickets. I'll tell you a little story here. Mm-hmm. The Knicks are obviously my NBA team. Yes. They're up 3-1 after today, as we record. And I got a bit greedy up 2-1, and I thought, oh, I'll be in New York for the semifinals. I'll assume <laughs> the best. Bought 1,100 Australian dollar tickets to be on the floor at MSG. Well worth it. And it's yes. just occurred to me that that's based on New York being the away team, but the number one seed is down 2-1. So we might not. there might not <laughs> be a game for <laughs> Bloody hell. Anyway, I'm very excited for that. I, You know what? I was tossing up the Miami Grand Prix, as you well know, and listeners, yes, I was I considering I, I was as well, yeah. Price-wise, to give you an idea of what I was able to find at this late hour, there are seats mm. available, but we're talking yep. about 1100 US dollars for turn one weekend, and there's just no public transport options. So they're talking, when I was reading up about how to get to track, 80 US dollar Ubers each way, plus the weight. And Which I'm is like, weird because it's where this. it's where the um, Miami Dolphins play, isn't it? It's yeah. Hard Rock Stadium. So you'd think that they'd have a half-decent public transport network there. Obviously not. It's America. Apparently Everybody not. drives. And then I had a Mind few days just- spare for Monaco, and I thought, oh, I could go to Monaco. $2,200-odd for the <laughs> crappy grandstand. I went, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> 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 yes, and it's, I suppose with the uh, with the stadium in Miami, is they're racing in the car park basically, so there's no places to park anymore. So that's why they've got done it. But um, right. with us with us today, we have a special guest. His name's Graham. He's an old friend of mine. Who he's is he? Basically, Who is he, James? He's he's well, he's an old friend. I used to work with him. I've actually worked with him in two different jobs. So first no off, one cares about that. Why is he on the pod? He's who I go to fact check my Formula One questions. So he's he. What he doesn't know about Formula One is not worth knowing. He's been to probably ten to twelve different European tracks around the world. He's actually in Baku, so he's in a hotel room waiting to speak to us in Baku, and he's obviously there for the race next weekend. And he's uh, been out exploring and and walking the track today. So, um, without further ado, we'll let him in and and have a wonderful chat to him and 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 see what he's got to say. 
Graham, welcome. You're in Baku. I am. How are we? We're good. Tell us about it. What's happening in Baku? Are you too early for the race feel? Well, I mean, landed this morning. Um, there was <laughs> quite a few signs. There was actually people sort of as you get off the aero bridge, people holding signs up saying, you know, welcome to Baku Formula One, blah, blah, blah. And I went up to them and said, oh, yes, I'm here for Formula One. They're like, oh, yeah, you actually work for Formula One. I went, no, no, I'm not. I don't know. Oh, okay, we're waiting for them. I'm like, thank you. Gotcha. Well, right, sorry. That's when you know you're too early. Yeah. Going. <laughs> Which was a bit funny. So, yeah, mm. I was like, eh, that's all right. <laughs> As I said before, you're the guy I go to when I need Formula One facts check. So how many how many tracks have you actually been to? Oh, Formula One races have you been Formula different Formula One races have you been to? I think this weekend I think is my thirty fifth race. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I think I've been to in terms of circuits of um, I think I'm at just over just over twenty circuits I think I've been to now. So yeah, quite a number. Ever ever gone yeah. to Monza? <laughs> yes. Did Monza last year. Italians can't organise anything at all. They, <laughs> the best sort of probably way of explaining it would be organised chaos. That's probably the best way. But there was one point where I was a bit confused and I, I um, there was a, a policeman, you know, <laughs> just standing there all, all cool and stuff, just smoking a cigarette. I go, which way? He goes, I don't care. He <laughs> <laughs> just didn't give a shit and I was just like, ah. Uh, all right. <laughs> I feel a bit left out. I feel a bit left out because I think I'm the only one on the pod today that wasn't at Monza last year. Yes. Yeah. I asked with a purpose. That place is a fucking shit show. That was the worst <laughs> track experience of my fucking life. Uh, yeah. Well, the, the only one that probably topped that for me in terms of the worst experience was when the French Grand Prix first come back and I was there for the first one at Paul Ricard and – that was horrible. Did you have an epileptic attack or? Yeah, from all the, all the colours? <laughs> yeah. No. Actually, I actually got some really good pictures because there was basically sort of like the first, I think it's like turn four and five, there was a, um, a bit where you could just walk behind and then just looking at it and then there was this little gap underneath the concrete, which <laughs> I'm thinking, if a car comes this way, I'm pretty much screwed. But hey, this is a great picture. Bang, bang, bang. You take a whole stack. So that was really, really good. But yeah, they couldn't. The French Grand Prix organizers were horrible. Like um, the parking was bad. Anyone who wanted food or drink there was terrible. So basically, you're waiting a one hour line for a sandwich and they go, What would you like? And I went, I'll have this one. They go, Okay. Then they turn around and they start making it for you. <laughs> well, there's at, and there's only one person that's doing it. It was it was actually all right, but you know it just took ages. And then ten minutes later, you get your sandwich, and I'm like, no wonder this thing's taken so long. It's ridiculous. All right, James, I'm taking over because I'm I'm curious. Yeah, you, you've been to all these Grand Prix, all these tracks. What's the best track you've been to for track experience, and what's the best race you've attended live? Best race that I have been to was the 2010 uh, Turkish Grand Prix. Oh, great uh, race. Was, I, I'm well familiar. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, was, uh, I was there when Seb and Weber basically collided and um, that was when effectively in yep. front of me. So when they're coming up the back straight, coming into the last uh, left, right, left onto the main straight, there was a grandstand at that end corner, which I was at. 
then they come over the hill and these you see these two red pools and just bang and then they just we're just like what's going on? But then you know a couple of laps later it was the same with Button and Hamilton. Yeah, they started basically going for it. I think they yeah. I think they got um team orders and then you know they basically just sort of settled down. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was that was pretty good. So that was the best race, best circuit. Oh, it would have to be, it's a toss-up, probably Spa, but marginally. Mm. I did Spa last year as well. Spa was a, such a beautiful circuit. It's amazing. The uh, organisation and how they did everything at all the points, wherever you go, it was so organised. It didn't even feel like the place was full, even though it was a sellout last year. It was quite amazing. And then the other one that comes probably a very marginal second would be Austria at Ripple Ring. That was amazing too. Absolutely loved it. There was a good atmosphere. Everything was a lot of fun. It's just a beautiful circuit. You know how much you could walk up and down it. You get in your 20,000 steps a day. For I stayed in Graz when I went to Red Bull Ring. And so I got a train from the main Graz station, which I was staying close by. And yeah. then from there, there were buses that ferried you into the actual circuit. But I tell you what, the one-hour train ride was unbelievable. Just so beautiful going through the Australian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was just wicked. And the best thing about it as well, I found that basically you, there's about, I think it's about five or six stops, but just more and more fans just all got on board and then everyone's just having a big chat. It's mm. just sort of like you know, fan central on a train and then you all get off. It is the good side of F1. Like I was thinking I was at Zandvoort and Monza last year and Zandvoort, the train from the city out to the track is you know 20 minutes or so, right? Maybe 25. Mm. And then you get the, you just walk from the train station to the track and just doing that. It's such a great vibe. It's totally not that internet yeah. vibe. You know what I mean? Everyone's just having a chat. You know, I had the Aussie, yeah. I had the Aussie flag on. Everyone thought I was British. It was- <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. But it's just a good, it is, it's a it good time. Is, yeah. It's one of these great things that I, I think that I don't know any other sport that does it, that fans that back can back different drivers, different teams, but we'll all get along. I mean, if you, for example, if you verse that versus soccer football, <laughs> when do you see fans basically? Oh, yeah, how's it going, mate? Yeah, around having a real good one instead of just. It's what it's. But then I think the whole world has forgotten how to disagree with somebody nowadays. Everybody gets offended at anything, but um, that's yeah, exactly. I mean, every, you're always going to have the fans who are going to be the super fan of one particular driver, and you know, and we'll have. The dislike for the, whichever reasons they are against the massive rival, like you know, Danny back in the day, mm. Hill versus Schumacher was a massive one, you yeah. know. And you know that still, I know, still exists today in some people, and, and like you <laughs> know, himself, know. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, I see it sometimes in his when he's that like he was it last was it last year? No, it was about three years ago. I think it was. He did an interview and it was talking about sort of Schumacher. And yeah. you can sort of almost see it. I'm like, oh, dude, it was like 20 years, 25 years ago. Maybe just let it go. Yeah. yeah. Move on with your life. His Schumacher is, is sort of in, you know, as what we can only speculate, you know, an, an uh, 
are not a good way. We don't know that for sure. But, you know, just let it be. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it seems like that uh, maybe Damien is still quite a bit bitter from those years. But <laughs> I think he's just bitter in general. Baku, you're there. Where where are you situated for the weekend in terms of on the track and uh, what are you looking forward to? I'm on first corner, so I'll be seeing a lot of the overtakes, yep. hopefully some carnage, which would be absolutely amazing. You know, as this track does produce um, a, a, a bit of uh, action generally every year, it's very odd that you don't get, don't get a banger. But, yeah, I booked this ticket and everything before I even found out it was a sprint race weekend. So when they announced it, yeah. I was just like, thank you, <laughs> double bubble, come on, bring it on. So, yeah, I was really excited when uh, when that uh, came through. So, yeah, so I get two ra- two races for the price of one and and also a new two stars. Yeah. Yeah, mm, exactly. I- one other thing will be very interesting to find out this weekend is if Mercedes bring their new B-Spec car or not. Well, yeah, they apparently to... they're going to grow some side pods, aren't they? Yeah. So they're not quite red a... side pods, but they're, they're side yeah. pods nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, um, who was it? I can't remember if it was Sky themselves or a Sky Journal or someone very close to Sky accidentally leaked a picture of their yes. uh, B-Spec car. Mm, yeah, was, was it Silverstone, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I did see something. And, uh, they got, yeah. yeah, they got a picture of the um, the B spec car in the hangar with the uh, Euro the Typhoon. Euro yeah, mm. yeah. And I was like, "Hang on a minute, what's these little things that's down the bottom here? Let me have a yeah. look." And I was like, "Ooh, side pods, interesting." Yeah. So, will will be yeah, interesting that, to see. That's for sure. Mm. Yeah, um, McLaren are bringing their upgrade too, right? Yes, the, the, the fabled McLaren update, Baku update, is uh, yeah, the one they've been working mm. on for six months. Do you have we'll faith see. in them, James, to improve? I don't think they can get much worse, if I'm going to be honest. So I think any update's a good update yeah. for McLaren. I think if mm. it wasn't for Lando over the last two years, McLaren wouldn't be even anywhere close to where they are, and they're not very far up the grid now. Who, so, who uh, was who was yeah. the race winner for McLaren in that last two years? Just Oh, behave! You know as well as I, yeah. Just checking, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the one here. thing with McLaren as well this year. I mean, yeah, it sort of seems like oh, I don't know, you know, don't know how they've gone backwards. Mm. Effectively, you know, they should really be going forwards. You know, such a big team, so many resources. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So let's get to to some previewing of the the Baku race. So. One word answers from all of us. Pole, fastest lap, and winner. You go first, Sakes. Daniel Ricciardo. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's been poisoned? Yes, yes. Max. <laughs> Hopefully, Max. Uh, no, I think Max. I think Max across the board. I think that car is. You know, we've had three weeks to try and forget how good it looks, but I think. You know, we saw it in Australia, James. That car, yeah. once he got in front of everybody, was he was down the road. And I yeah. think, I think we're going to see a repeat of that, barring any extracurricular sort of carnage. But it's it's Baku, so there's no ruling out any of that either. But you know, an incident-free race, I think Max is comfortably uh, down the road. Mm-hmm. And fastest lap, all oh, three across the board. Forget it. 
Forget Grand about slam. it. I'm in New York wow. next week. Forget about it. <laughs> How about you, Graham? <laughs> yeah, I think Max will take pole in both races, probably win both races. Fastest lap in the main race, probably Charles Leclerc. I reckon he'll, he'll I mean, he's well down on points. If he has the option to get it, I think he'll be doing that, trying to claw his points yeah. back. I think Sergio is going to get one of the wins this weekend. He, he likes street circuits. He's good round he Baku. And Max well, he only won last year because of Max's what tyre blowout. He yeah, did. but he doesn't have good luck around this place either. That's true. Yeah. He, like the year before as well, he blew a tyre when he tried to push the hearts too far. So it's... Yeah. Um, Come yeah, on, man. I, Luck's not tangible. I, I'm <laughs> just... I'm, <laughs> So you reckon Sergio's getting this one up? I, oh, no, I didn't know he'll get one of them. I think he'll get championship the contender or, Sergio. And then I think George will win the other one, yeah. Oh, Sergio and George for you. Yeah, yeah. Max will catch fire on lap four. Yeah. <laughs> catch fire? <laughs> yeah. Not the car, Max, proper, Max proper himself? Fire. Not the car? No, no the car. I'll, I'll give him the car. I'm not going to go down. Go, no, no, Jesus. Jesus. He's that was frightening. straight in front of me and he gets <laughs> yeah. out and he just yeah, and fastest and lap, fastest lap, we're going to have Guang Yuzhou. Oh, for God's sakes! Actually, you know what? It's one of the best. It's one of the best memes going around. Is Max kicks things, which is from the. Uh, have you <laughs> yeah. guys seen that? <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it's like. Uh, yeah, there goes someone's rear wing. Bang! <laughs> yeah, Max yeah. kicks it. <laughs> Loves it. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, that's, that's so good. They've been, yeah, they've been making a bit of reappearance the last few weeks. They are. Yes. From, uh, <laughs> they have. That's been good. <laughs> all right. All right. How about how about this one as well? Um, greatest commentator of all time. Oh, geez. Where'd that come from? <laughs> I'm just spitballing here. It's got to be Murray. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. With his Murrayisms, they're brilliant. Absolutely. Mm. I mean, yeah. it's, it, yeah, it's got to be Murray. Yeah. He's, he's the voice of my getting into the sport. Like it's hard yeah. to go. Yeah. Like sure, I, I got to it's one of those ones, you know, what with Murray though, I think is really unique. When he fucked up, we all just enjoyed it. But <laughs> yeah. when yeah. you know, when actual commentators fuck up today in any sport, we all sit there going, Oh, listen to this idiot, doesn't Slight. know what's yeah. going on. But Murray, we'd all get a kick out of it. We go, Oh, there he is again. That's that <laughs> show mark I go, no Murray, that's Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. it. All right. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he, he some of the best ones. I love is when he had his combination with like James Hunt. Yeah. Like yeah. those particular ones. It's like, and the some of the stuff. James Hunt was such a dry with. English middle class. Just yeah. absolutely, absolutely stung him half the time. But um, no, it was, yeah, fantastic, fantastic to watch. Well, yeah, I think Murray second, I think, I think Brundle does really well in terms yeah. of trying to communicate everything that's sort of happening. Have some sort of flair, flair in it, keeping it interesting. Whereas, I don't know, Crofty sometimes does get on my nerves. Some of the stuff he sort of says, like he, no, no, just sometimes he just, I don't know, he just says some things, and you're like, oh, oh you didn't really need to say that. And it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but, um, it's but nobody can hold a torch to Murray. Murray's Murray's the best by exactly. and it's daylight second as well. But so it's what it's, they call a colour guy. Brundle's awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I go back again because Brundle was Murray's, you know, yeah. side by side yeah. guy. And mm. Martin had a way of making me understand the sport. And mm. I think he still does yeah. that today. Like now we know what's going on. But if you're a new fan, I think Martin has a great way of really walking you through 
race by race what's yes. going on around him. Very absolutely agree with that. He's yeah. he's very very good. He keeps the um, the well versed fans yeah. still in in date and and uh, which would be tough to do. You know, instead of every single five seconds, this is what DRS means. This is right, what the exactly. tires he, he brings it in. He explains it very well for, I think, new fans, mid-sized fans, and then, like, your super fans who absolutely love it. And that he gets it all. And I don't. I think he does it actually without even sort of thinking. He's, he's been doing that for so long. He does it so well, and you just don't even realise now. Yeah, and it's not an easy thing to do, especially with the change that Formula One's gone through in the last couple of years. You've got so many mouths to feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I love love about him as well is he'll call a spade a spade. Like if he sees something as Lewis's fault in a max collision in that title year, he he will call it that way. He'll go, I see that 70 Lewis, 30 max, for example, without Mm. hesitation, and I really respect that. Same as Ted Gravitz. I think Ted Gravitz is wildly unbiased. Oh, my God. Now I, I, met him. I met Ted at uh, Abu Dhabi 2017, and he is one of the most awkward dudes of all time in terms of <laughs> just like you have a conversation with him and he's like he's overthinking it or he's thinking of something else and he's like, huh, what do you mean? I'm mean, like going, oh, Ted, I just asked you, how are you? <laughs> yeah. Just a simple thing. He just sort of overanalyzes and like, okay, that's just him being him. But, uh, yeah. It was it was a nice guy, but yeah, just really strange interaction it was. But yeah, yeah Ted doesn't get a lot of love on this pod from Nathan's from the Nathan's. <laughs> well, he's a he's a goose. He's a legend. Last thing from me. Yeah, I assume you've met more people trackside or throughout all these ventures. Who's the nicest person you've met? And drop a name. Who's the biggest asshole? Okay, so personal interactions. Nicest person I've met. Well, I could probably th- th- throw a few names out there. Ricardo was great. He's always has times for oh, Jesus everyone. Christ, you and your Aussies and your no, no. Daniel Ricardo the, fanboy stuff. It's oh, it's getting getting messy. No, I've never yeah. been actually. I've never been sort of a super fan of Daniel yeah, Ricardo. I've point, always yeah. liked him, but that's as far as it's always gone. But he's always to, uh, when I've had interaction with him, he's always been really really great. Yeah, uh, I met Schumacher in 2012 at Malaysia. Which, it was which really one? really Ralph? nice. Ralph. Ralph. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> had a, yeah. About, a, about a minute, half a minute chat with him. Yeah, it was it was basically, oh, you've come from Australia. I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, how far is that? Whereabouts are you? And, he, and I just sort of talked a yeah. little bit more. So that was a nice little thing. I've had three bad experiences with Lewis. And, yeah, it's, it was really weird. So it was over about four different years. However, he did remember me for went the second and the third, but he basically confused. I don't know if he confused me or whatever, but he thought I was a journalist that basically hated on him. And I'm just like, <laughs> no. He goes, are you right for that paper or something? I said, no, because I had my um my work shirt on. I said, no, no, no. I'm a travel agency that does motorsport. He's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, no, you're bullshitting to me. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. Hey man, I'm I'm being serious, <laughs> and then he just sort of miffed me then. And then two years later, I so he goes, "Oh, yeah, I remember you from when you came in such and such." I was like, "Okay, good memory." <laughs> and then he just pissed me off again. And then the next year, he did it again. I'm like, "Oh, you know what? I'm not going to bother with you anymore, mm. mate. If you know, if you want to be 
if you don't want to give me the benefit of the doubt, then yeah. And I was just like, oh, well, well, you know, I haven't yeah. done anything. I mean, yeah. or at least you know, I didn't even have the opportunity to set the record straight for what he may he may have gone wrong. I don't know if it he had or he just you know couldn't be yeah. couldn't be asked that day. I really have no idea. But it was a bit weird. Another person that I've had a very strange interaction. Well, actually, probably a typical interaction was with Kimmy. I met him in in Malaysia in 2017. Yeah, basically went up and said hello. And uh, I asked, oh, can you sign my shirt? He's like, yeah. He goes, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like he just didn't didn't give a crap and he just signed it. And I posed for a photo and he basically was still like just sort of had a had his pen in his hand just looking at the at thing on there. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'm like that's the most I'm going to get out of them. So that's fine. I was pretty happy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, enjoy enjoy the race weekend. Are you do you put photos up on your your website or your your Formula One company? Uh, yeah, yeah. Tell us about. Yeah, we'll, we'll give, we'll plug, give you the give yourself you the a, pl- a cheap plug. plug. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So for any of you who are listening, uh, I am uh, Graham from GP Touring. I do a motorsport travel for events and for fans. So I send Formula One MotoGP fans to the events so you guys can grab a massive experience. Yeah, as, as to give them a bit of a review, we, we used the, uh, Graham for our tickets for Melbourne this year and um, yeah. we were able to to procure them a couple of days before. We didn't have to go through the whole... Um, Rigmarole of tickets, Ticketmaster. Yeah, schmozzle that was... Yeah. That was <laughs> Ticketmaster and and people fighting for tickets and all that kind of stuff. So oh, yeah, fantastic and was, and yeah, it was it was good fun and uh, and crazy. nice and easy as well. Yeah, gptouring.com. The best thing you'll ever do if you follow the Facebook page is is Graham gives his um, wherever he is in the world he gives his Macca's reviews, independent Macca <laughs> review Macca's reviews and <laughs> I do. One thing I personally do every week, every yeah. everywhere I fly. It's and um, for somebody <laughs> that, that misses misses eating McDonald's nowadays, it, it it's how I vicariously get my Big Mac fix. So it's it's fantastic. <laughs> All right, thanks for coming on, mate. Yeah. Say hi to Jensen for me because obviously he's my best yeah, friend best, now. Best and Naomi. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're yeah. blood brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Jensen Jensen's a proper lad as well. I yeah, had, I did meet him. He was great. He was yeah. awesome. Really, really mm. cool, cool boy. Yeah, cool, cool. Well, excellent. Um, we will see you all next week for – oh, um, we forgot to say why Taylor's not here. Oh, yeah. Well, go on. <laughs> Can you remember how, how good it's been and how nobody's been arguing <laughs> with me? It's fantastic. No, he's he's trekking to, as all the Australians will know, it's it's Anzac Day tomorrow. It's uh, He is on his way to uh, Gallipoli right now. So he's, he's doing oh, the wow. Anzac Day dawn service in, uh, in Gallipoli tomorrow. Been looking forward to it for a while. I think he's he's yeah. doing it, so he's out of the way. But he should be back for next weekend, hopefully. I believe is that right? Sakes. As far as I'm aware, yeah, yeah. But thank you very much for listening this weekend. Don't forget to ca- check out GP Touring; it's fantastic. And our socials are F1 Drive to Describe on the Instagram, Drive to Describe F1 on the Tickety Talk. <laughs> Tickety Talk. Otherwise, it's not. It's the, the other, other way, way around. around. Yeah, because we're not gonna get to. <laughs> We really should do social media lines. better. Yeah, it's something like that. That's, that's, Search that's Drive the, to Describe F1 or F1 Drive to Describe and both you'll find us. Yeah. That's the ballpark anyway. All right. Yeah. Thank you yeah. very much, everybody. <laughs> Thank you very much. We'll speak to you next week. Ciao. Thank you. Bye.